Okay, so first off, I want to start off this podcast with a disclaimer to anyone out there who suspects that they may have borderline personality disorder or they've actually been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Okay, the, the, the material that you're going to find in this particular podcast, my inner torch, is going to offend you. Okay, so I don't want any haters out there. I don't want anybody uh, thinking that I'm trying to insult people with borderline personality disorder. This podcast, My Inner Torch, is for those of us who are survivors or who are affected by people like yourself if you have borderline personality disorder. So if you do, I respect who you are, and uh, I just suggest that you not listen to this podcast. The To those of you who are out there, like me, who are victims, and yes, I'm going to call the word what it is, victims and or survivors of a relationship with somebody who is undiagnosed with borderline personality disorder or diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, this podcast and these following podcasts are for you. Welcome to My Inner Torch. So as I was saying before, If you do have borderline personality disorder, or if you have undiagnosed borderline personality disorder, you suspect that you may have uh, the traits, the five out of the nine symptoms, I believe, that may make you borderline, uh, I would advise that you not continue with this podcast, uh, simply because you probably will be offended by some of the stuff that I say. But understand that maybe it will give you a perspective of the potential damage that your behaviors inflict on people like myself. So to start this podcast, podcast number one of hopefully many, I want to tell you that it's going to be a little bit different. The, the, the approach to this podcast is not one in which I'm going to tell you about all of the experiences that I have with my undiagnosed wife, who I am absolutely convinced has borderline personality disorder who I've been married to for almost 18 years, who is in the process of divorcing me right now or trying to, or at least waiting for me to go through with the divorce process. Nonetheless, really, I'm not going to sit here and uh, basically talk about all the um, situations that I've been in with my wife over the last 19 years of our relationship and kind of tell you all about it and maybe perhaps draw some sympathy, maybe draw some parallels with some of your experiences, because there are so many uh, forums out there that address this. In fact, there are some forums that I have been on, uh, some discussion boards, some bulletin boards, and I just sit there and shake my head and go, what the hell? Why? And and really, that's the, the subject and the crux of this first particular podcast, Uh, I have been in a relationship with, as I said before, my wife of almost 19 years. We've been married almost 18 of the 19 years of our relationship. And uh, there's no doubt in my mind that she has borderline personality disorder. Um, I happen to be working um, out of town, away from the family home. And that has only, of course, made it much worse because the sense of abandonment that my wife feels has driven her to obviously feeling that she needs to discard me. Uh, And now I'm all black because she's gone through the traditional splitting process. I'm sure those of you who have uh, maybe investigated borderline personality disorder understand what splitting means. Uh, Basically, the borderline makes you either black or white. There's no gray. There's no redemption. So right now, I'm in the black phase, and I'm probably going to uh, remain there until uh, the relationship is over, 
as she is trying to close it, which she has been trying to do for the last 19 years of our relationship. So coming back to what I wanted to discuss in this particular podcast uh, is why, why, why do we uh, as people who are involved in these relationships with somebody with borderline personality disorder, why do we actually remain in the relationship? Why do we stay in relationships with somebody with borderline, either a friendship or a marriage or a relationship when the person with borderline basically makes our life a living hell? Why? Now, for me, I can probably say that it took me a few years to figure out. Actually, it took me a long time, probably more than a decade to figure out what I was dealing with. I knew something wasn't right when my wife and I were dating and she was constantly ending the relationship. In fact, we, we kind of talked about it. We, we kind of made, we kind of made it into a comedic thing that, you know, she had running shoes and that she was going to retire her running shoes. But throughout the, the dating process, uh, it was always very evident that my wife was constantly talking about ending the relationship. And then when we got married, she was constantly talking about divorce. Now to give you a little bit of uh, information, a little bit of bio on my, my wife, uh, she's been married three times prior. This is our her fourth marriage, my second marriage. And uh, all three marriages obviously ended in divorce. And they were all acrimonious relationships in which, you know, she tells the tales of uh, how she was abused or how, you know, that person, she blames everything on somebody else because that's what borderlines like to do. They usually don't take any responsibility for their actions or their behaviors. It's always somebody else's fault. So... You know, I knew that something was amiss, but I had to take a step back, and this has been very painful for me, and kind of wonder what's wrong with me. Why do I remain in this relationship? And when I watch, or not watch, but when I listen and I read uh, all these bulletin boards of all these people who are affected and in relationships with people with borderline personality disorder, I just want to kind of scream and say, stop, stop, go, run, run, run as fast away, you know, as fast as you can, run away. But of course, somebody could sit there and say, well, okay, that's all well and good, but why aren't you running away? Why haven't you run away? And therein lies the rub. So I question you, the listener of this podcast, and I certainly hope you stay with me as we journey through this together, as we survive these relationships, as we experience PTSD from these relationships, I see what this does to people who are victims of people who have borderline personality disorder, including myself. I see the hurt. I see the pain. I see the confusion. I see the people not understanding what's going on. Why is this person acting out? Why is this person splitting? Why is this person discarding me? Why is this person going into no contact? Right now, it's been almost two weeks since I last spoke to my wife on the phone. Our last conversation ended with her hanging up on me when I wasn't buying into her distorted reality. So why? And this is the thing. And this is what I want to work with through these podcasts is try to help all of us, including myself. This is cathartic for me why we remain, why do we allow somebody who we think we love and we care for, why do we allow them to inflict so much 
pain and hurt on us. Why do we allow that? Would we allow that of a friend? Would we allow that of anyone? You know, why? Why do we allow people with borderline personality disorder to treat us in the way that they do, to rip our hearts out, to take advantage of us, to manipulate us, to gaslight us? Why do we allow that? Why? I'd be very interested to get your feedback on the why. You can actually reach me at myinnertorch at gmail.com, myinnertorch at gmail.com. And maybe tell me why you put up with it. Why do I put up with it? Well, in my first marriage, I was a caretaker. I definitely took care of my wife. My wife, my first wife, definitely had NPD, which is narcissistic personality disorder. Um, Had to tell her that she was a wonderful person, had to prop her up, and I did everything for her. I wanted to do everything. That marriage actually lasted 12 years. Unfortunately, it ended in divorce. Then I moved on to my current marriage. And this one's a doozy. I went from an NPD to a BPD. And I have to tell you that borderline personality disorder is probably one of the most difficult personality disorders to deal with because it's constant. It's always there. It doesn't go anywhere. You're always walking on eggshells. You're always trying to avoid the triggers. I've become very adept at it. I've become very good at thinking things through and thinking, okay, maybe if I say it this way, it won't trigger. Maybe if I do this, I won't trigger a rage. I won't trigger no contact. I won't trigger being in the black. But why do we have to live this way? And to be perfectly honest with you, the sad thing is for me is I wouldn't recognize a normal relationship if I were in one unless somebody was slapping me upside the head. I wouldn't know what a normal relationship looks like in which you don't have to walk on eggshells. You don't have to worry about triggers or thought grenades, as I call them. You know, you don't have to worry that somebody's going to turn on you. You don't have to worry that somebody's going to go no contact and go into a dark place that you can't pull them out of anymore. That's what I'm so concerned about. I just don't understand. So I leave it also to you to think about as I end this particular podcast. I don't want to go on and on about these things, but I want you to think about if you're in a relationship with somebody with BPD or if you suspect that you're in a relationship with someone with BPD, that you think about yourself. More often than not, when we're involved with somebody with borderline personality disorder, we become emotional robots. We become programmed to be worried about the other person. And that's what I see when I am on all of these electronic bulletin boards that cater to people like me, like you, victims of BPD. And I see the, the outpouring of, of, of just emotion, the sadness, the confusion, people being driven literally to a point of insanity because they can't understand why this person is behaving the way that they're behaving. So I guess we all don't understand 
the mind and the way of someone with borderline personality disorder. I guess we don't understand their pain. You know, I, I just, maybe, maybe we don't understand, but it doesn't give somebody the right to treat somebody else in this manner. But with that being said, it all comes down to why do we, why do I continue to accept and put up with somebody who has basically told me that if they were looking for a friend, they wouldn't choose me. And that's what my wife told me a couple of weeks ago, that she didn't like the person I was, that she wouldn't have me as a friend. This is somebody that also told me several years ago with a deadpan face, I'm going to divorce you one day. I just don't know when, maybe when our daughter is old enough. Who says things like that? And why do we give those people the emotional allowances to behave in such a fashion? I think this is why three marriages have failed my wife, because I think somebody finally did wake up and say, they woke up and said, they're these three husbands and said, you know what? Enough is enough. Get out. And yet, of course, in their distorted reality, they recant those stories and paint themselves as the victim. When in reality, the people that got out of those marriages were the victims. The mind of somebody with BPD is a dark, dark place. It's a place that none of us really fully understand. And through these podcasts, I want to reach out to you to help you understand that this is a safe place, that this is a place that maybe you can listen to and you can draw some some courage from because all of us live this life, so to speak, of trying to understand and trying to relate and trying to coexist and trying to have a relationship with somebody that has BPD. And I guess as I leave this particular podcast, we will be talking in future podcasts about things called emotional sandcastles. Uh, you know, an emotional sandcastle is something that you rebuild after a rage. All of a sudden, you're a person with BPD has come back to you now. Maybe the push pull, I hate you, but don't leave me type of syndrome, which I have to say my wife doesn't really have. Uh, she just pretty much hates. Uh, she doesn't say don't leave me. Uh, you know, she she just kind of doesn't have that push pull. But for most people with BPD and more often than not, I understand that other people who have experienced this or are experiencing this, uh, the person with BPD may rage and then all of a sudden they're going to apologize for their behaviors. Not in my case, but an emotional sandcastle is something like you kind of rebuild the relationship only to have uh, a tide of rage once again, wash it all away. And then once again, like a child, you know, trying to sort of uh, outpace the inevitable tide, uh, you go back further up the beach and you, you build that sandcastle again. And then another tidal wave of rage or wave of rage comes washing in to take your, your sandcastle away. And so we'll talk about emotional sandcastles in the next podcast. I thank you for your time. I appreciate you listening. Remember uh, your thoughts and comments to my inner torch, T-O-R-C-H at gmail.com are always welcome. 
And I would certainly uh, love to hear from you, and I will certainly respond to you uh, either through this podcast or personally. This is a forum for <clears throat> for us to kind of survive this 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 thing called BPD. Try to understand each other a little bit better. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Good luck to you. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good.